Thank you for listening to Write Jokes, Wrong Times. Today I was joined by Jeevan Subramaniam. I also, for the first time ever, filmed this podcast, and I'm going to start releasing those. I teamed up with Barbacoa Core Studios. I love everything they do, man. Everything Patrick does, from Deuterman Homie Bro to Pat Out of Hell to Barbacoa Core, anything he does, I love, man. I'm going to start releasing these videos on the Barbacoa Core Studios YouTube page. So you can watch them there. You can also catch them here like you always do. We started the podcast by talking about how the stopwatch keeps running on Apple devices. Oh, you didn't click stop? No, no, I didn't. My son did that the other night. So we got my son like a iPod touch. Yeah. And like he's, so he's just getting new to all Apple stuff. He just realized it does that like the other day. He accidentally like kept it running for forever. Yeah. And it like blew his mind. He wanted to show like everybody. And How it, big the number got? Yeah. And, but he was just like, uh, I feel bad because he's so late to it. Mm-hmm. Just in general, that like nobody cared that much, yeah, you know. Like, like, all right, we yeah, we know about. I was this. like, yeah, yeah, it does that. He's like, oh, okay. So he like run until the next. Like basically, the only person that he got like really excited about it was his yeah. younger sister. <laughs> I don't know. Those are some of the most embarrassing things like about growing up. I like like telling your parents about shit that like you think is cool, and they're like they have to pretend to be interested in it. You know what I mean? Like I'm just that's the stuff. I'm like I wish my parents would forget about that. I didn't have parents, so that's a flex. <laughs> They yeah. uh, go plural on me? Shit. Oh, it is San Antonio, yeah. Were you pretty close with your parents like that? Like you would like tell them what you thought was cool and... Yeah, I had a good relationship with my parents overall. Good. I, I guess mean, that I was a way do. easier way of asking that question. Yeah. No, yeah. no. You're, yeah. Uh, overall, I wouldn't say I'm like super... Like, you know how some people are like friends with their parents now they're like a little older? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm like quite there because it still feels like there's that divide of... They're, you know, they're, they're in the friend zone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I wouldn't let my dad hit. <laughs> Jesus. No, but yeah, overall decent. Role. It's been like cool to watch you. Uh, I was talking to you outside, and it, I like didn't want to tell you what uh, I was, what we were yeah. talking about outside because I was like, "Fuck it, I'll save it for the podcast." Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I'm I'm stoked to have you on because I like I've heard your set quite a few times now, and I love the way that you write jokes. I sp- very specifically, and I don't like to label people because I don't know you that well, but. From what I've seen, like you write a lot of very set up punch jokes, yeah, for which sure. I thoroughly enjoy, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very oh, happy. I appreciate to ha- that. I yeah, I mean, like I think like when I was started, I mean, I'm still f- really su- like super new. Yeah, but same. I was like, I feel like that's a good way to keep it simple, right? You know, because that's what I've been told. Like, you don't like get on stage and like try to tell a story or something. Like, like when you're starting out, because then you just meander and then you don't you lose track of stuff like that. So I try to keep it as simple as possible. I got to tell you, I like I. I generally probably would have said and probably would like have agreed and still agreed to some extent with that. But there are so many people that I've seen now that like they get on stage and they are just fucking naturals telling a story. And then it's almost like the opposite where if they kind of start telling like a setup punch joke, that's almost like weird. I'm so bad. Like I noticed about myself. I growing up, I'm so bad at telling stories. I go off on tangents that were unimportant, did not help for the overall flow. Yeah. So I feel like it makes sense that I, you'd like you know see me as like a setup punch kind of guy because I can't tell stories. Same, like uh, naturally, I I have to like work on it. Yeah, uh, so we're just gonna have like a podcast of awkward silences. That's yeah, how this is gonna yeah, work. there's gonna be zero flow. So I like that I didn't even start this. Jesus. Yeah. So, all right, let me just put a lap into this podcast. <laughs> Damn, that would be weird if we just had laps in this podcast. <laughs> Every time we don't laugh, I just hit a lap. Yeah. Fucking ninety nine laps a podcast. Jesus. <laughs> So uh, I'm excited to have you on very specifically because like, I love set up punch jokes and 
uh, I asked you to think about a joke of yours that works on stage. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what you have for me there, man. Okay, so the first one joke, I like to start with it because it's, uh, it like works off like a physical feature of mine, you know, it requires less of a setup. It's uh, like, it's about flying. It's like, hey, I, I just flew back into town and I hate wearing my mask in the <laughs> airport, you know, and it's not that I'm anti-mask. It's just that like, if I'm in an airport with these eyebrows, you know, <laughs> and then- Jesus. There's you know a bunch of other shit, but yeah, that's the that's like the that's like what I open with at like important ish sets. Damn, you do yeah. got to get famous with those eyebrows, otherwise I, I hope so. You're like the Anthony Davis that didn't get famous. <laughs> it's not yeah. a unibrow though. <laughs> Damn, not yet. Yeah, well, dude, you're young, man. You got time. Yeah, I, I can dream. I'm filling in. Like I'm yeah. filling them in pretty good. You <laughs> are. Yes. Like, I'm trying in that middle. No, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not like putting Bosley in the yeah. middle of my fucking nose. <laughs> I rogue it. <laughs> but yeah. like I do the touch of gray right there too, so people don't people can't tell. People know you're wise. That'd be funny if you had like peppered eyebrows and then right in the middle it was <laughs> <laughs> it was fake. Damn, like you put it on there. So have you ever like do you feel like people look at you weird at an airport, for example? I, I don't think so because usually like I don't like flying very much. I I don't know. I don't like going on vacation and shit. So usually it's like with my family and stuff. Right. So I feel like that makes it look less sketchy in general. <laughs> You know, I feel I feel bad that you even feel like, yeah, it makes it look less sketchy that I'm just flying, you know, like yeah. everybody else. <laughs> well, I, I was like born here and everything. So it's not something I really right. had to think about. But well, like maybe, you know, I'm I, also like wearing like I'm wearing a Kramer T-shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of shit I usually wear. So I just love it because jokes based on appearance like uh, I feel like a lot of times if you write a joke about yourself based on appearance. Yeah. And then like people actually laugh at it. Sometimes you're like, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. it says a lot about like what's going on with either my look or with the way people perceive me or whatever yeah uh well no these are i think top three thickest eyebrows i've seen <laughs> like i really think so in person that i've seen yeah i think it's like t- at least top five i'm pretty sure so damn so you're just gonna like i know what i'm working with yeah no I, i'm pretty expressionless in general oh they're too thick <laughs> you can't move them enough <laughs> yeah it's no it's it's like a it's exhausting to keep my eyes open. You're like the dude that uh, injected that like uh, shit into his arm, and now they're too big. I <laughs> guess so. Damn, your your eyebrows have PEDs. Yeah, no, for sure. Fuck, your eyebrows lift. <laughs> no, they do. You. Every it's day always bulking day. season for these yeah. guys. Shit, <laughs> shit. Damn, you're just always warm up there. Do you, honestly, I feel like it must be a because li- they're black, <laughs> you know. So it must be a little warmer. Have you ever lived somewhere where it like freezes whatsoever? Like, to no, a crazy I've, I've lived in San Antonio my whole life. Shit, are, so are I don't even serious? think I've. Yeah, I don't That's think I've cool. experienced like super cold. Like, you know, when people get like the the frost. I mean, you're from like Seattle, right? Right. I guess it, cold ish. Day. I lived there till I was six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, long enough to like all my family was from there, so they all root for like all Seattle shit. Yeah. So that's like what stuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I always say like I'm from Seattle. Not a Cowboys fan. Not at all, dude. It's fun. It's fun to. Do, I have do a better, better quarterback than the, than know, the Cowboys man. right now. I don't now. know if Gino's better than <laughs> Cooper Rush has played well. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know his name, and you Cooper did. That's uh, my fault. I'm also getting out too. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Gino had one. How, how's he been playing since game one? I only watched the. He won the only game he needed to win this season. So they're one and two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, you did have that sick quote though. What's that? Uh, it was like they wrote me off. But oh yeah, that. that was that was cool. I'll I, give him that. I love that. I was like, damn, he. It, that's basically me. The quote of his career, and like everyone's gonna write him off again. 
Oh, for sure. So I mean, he did start with like a shitty Jets team. I mean, most people start off, most like good yeah, yeah, drafted quarterbacks start off with shitty teams. It's not like they come in with like a banging team usually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brady. To, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, shit. Damn, we get sidetracked with football talk. Jesus. My bad. <laughs> no, no, you're good. So we're talking about your eyebrows. <laughs> yes. I remember this one time when I was a kid. It was the first time I ever thought about eyebrows. I was like standing next to this kid and uh, talented at everything he ever tried in his life. Yeah. And these two hot chicks are next to We're in like seventh, eighth grade. I don't remember. These two hot you chicks are next to You still think they're hot? I, no, not at all. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. At, at the time, I thought they were hot. No, they're still ugly right now <laughs> that I'm thinking about them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I go on the offensive. They're ugly as fuck, man. These ugly seventh grade <laughs> Yeah, chicks. Jesus. So um, all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, he has like the nicest eyebrows. And it was like the first time ever somebody's eyebrows had ever crossed my mind in my life. Yeah. And uh, I was like looking at his eyebrows and I was like, I guess they do look kind of cool. And then I was like standing there. I was like, oh, shit. Nobody told me I have nice eyebrows like ever. And also right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. nobody felt awkward enough to tell me. That. I've been told I have like good shape. Good shape? Yeah. Because there's like an art. So, damn. Let me let me actually take these in. It's only chicks. And it's I feel like it's not even a compliment. They're just like, I wish I had those, you know. Chicks wish they had those? Well, a little thinner, obviously. Holy shit. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. If a chick had those. No, I'd that'd be, be, like, too, that'd be way too much. I'm like, you don't know what you're asking for. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture a chick no. with those. Damn, my wife. <laughs> Shit. That's the only girl you can picture? <laughs> yes. It's the only girl That's I'm allowed. a good man. She <laughs> listens to this podcast. It's the only girl I'm allowed to picture. No, I'm joking. But seriously. <laughs> Shit, you're making me laugh too much. All right, man. Well, this is usually the one that I like. This is uh, actually the reason that I thought up this idea for this podcast was this segment. Yeah. Uh, I asked you to think about a joke of yours that doesn't work on stage. So what do you have for me there? I... I've tried this twice. It's a, I don't know, I feel like every new shitty comic that's immature is a pedophile joke. You know, <laughs> Jesus, I, was, I have way too many of those. Fuck. <laughs> you got good I, ones, I, though. I feel, Mine's, yours are good. Mine damn. are bad. He's like, I feel like every new one, but yours are all right, though. <laughs> yours Jesus. are funny. Mine, no, if every new comic has a bad one. And mine was, it starts out like... I got a lot of those. Like, uh, I'm, t- I'm like hanging out with my friend, and he he <laughs> asked me, hey, is that, you think that girl's like old enough, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's at least 16 or something like that. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, that's fucked up, right? Whatever. But isn't it crazy how the age of consent in France, for example, is like 15? Right. It's like actually 15. That's that's weird. Right. Okay. And then this is super immature. But the, the joke that doesn't work um, is like, okay, if it's 15, does that mean it's legal to, to Eiffel Tower a 15-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> and now... <laughs> That one like works hard, like really well for like thirty percent of the audience, like whoever knows the term, and then I have to explain it to the like you know everybody else. And you pull up a video. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's actually I easier. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I should s- do that. <laughs> I have a doll. Airdrop the link. <laughs> yeah, airdrop. Jesus. Yeah. No, but yeah, that one. I feel like it was wasn't worth. I did it twice, and I was like, it's not great. It, it's pretty stupid. I do way too many uh, pedophile jokes. I don't know why. I guess it's mainly just because I think they're so fucking funny. They are. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're easy to write. They never get old. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I have one that I started with. I was I was going through. Uh, I think I did it on my third set ever. I think I only did it like two times. But uh, it made me laugh. I hadn't, I hadn't seen this one in a few years. My wife works down at PETA in the accounting department. Uh, but she doesn't like it when I tell... Our friends that she works with the pedophiles. <laughs> that's that's like funny wordplay and shit. Yeah, that's not just the. 
I put that one on my third set ever. I thought that one was going to skyrocket me to the top. Yeah. Did so, it work ever? No, not at all. Like nothing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was like way too branded. That was like my third set ever. Really I was too way too brand new to in like comedy though. Yeah. Bring it in. Yeah. Take it in. So I still can't feel my knees from then. I just woke up. What happened? No. <laughs> uh, I like that joke. Have you ever like had any of your pedophile jokes go wrong on stage? No, I no. You, they've all been banging so far. No, 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 that that would be the wrong one. But nothing where people are like, "Oh my god!" Like, what? Are, I Jesus. guess maybe just because I look younger. So oh, like, so they're oh, like, oh, okay, so maybe yeah, he like can't 18, be a pedophile yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give it three years and I'll be upset at him. But damn, you, so you're just gonna turn that corner real hard where people are gonna be like, "Yeah, dude, this guy looks way too fucking old." <laughs> damn but yeah i think that's the only joke of that like topic that i've tried and i i completely dropped it i don't like it <laughs> I, I i thought it was funny but yeah i don't know it wasn't worth it i guess i've got i've got like probably too many man i for whatever reason man that topic is so fucking funny to me it's so easy to write the jokes spread eagles that's fuck, that, that's so funny <laughs> jesus when those jokes flop, though, it is so fucking awkward. It's How often does that one flop? That one's like actually really like funny. quite a bit of the time. <laughs> yeah, and when it does, it's awkward because if people aren't down, oh Jesus, this is gonna sound weird. If people aren't down to fuck with that joke, then <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't have said fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't edit myself. I'll just tell you it's That's gonna fair. sound weird. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, when people don't fuck with that joke, it's a bad time. Like yeah. they climb up real quick. <laughs> How do you get out of that? Not well. Um, first of all, if you want to jot that down, <laughs> I, I'll tell you one person that I saw do it. Uh, it's weird because he's sitting here, but um, let's go. Pat for one of my Wonderliner shows. He did like kind of a brand new set. Uh, he he basically took a bunch of his posts that he had done online mm -hmm. and delivered them. And so it was the first time he was doing a lot of them, and he didn't know if they would work or not. And some of them did, some of them didn't. The ones that didn't, man, it was so cool to watch him address it. <laughs> it that was something that just I never did. I just kind of, oh, shit. I just kind of sat there and be like, huh, damn. Like getting a laugh out of addressing, oh, that didn't work. Like, Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't do that. I would basically go, Jesus, or huh, damn, and move on. So addressing it more, like just in general, mm -hmm. uh, even just like, a, oh, shit, that didn't work. Like that usually people will like kind of chuckle at that even. You know what I mean? So that's really what I've been like messing with. I watched him do that at like, I think what my first show ever. So I've been trying to like implement that. And it's, I feel like I've been making progress, but I feel like it also takes time. But it's more just like addressing it and being in the moment. I used to be so scripted mm -hmm. that it was just like, I was on to the next thing. Speaking of which, I, I'm dying to ask you this because I'm guessing your jokes are kind of worded out pretty particularly, uh, or are you? Do you pretty much change them up quite a bit, or do you kind of lock them in word-wise? Um, and I'm I'm assuming that because you're more set up punch. Yeah, like when I the first time I do them, yeah, I try to adhere to almost a script, not a script, but like I know where I'm going, right? You know, and I try not to like goof around with the wording, right? You know what I mean? Because then you might lose people, right, or lose their attention, I guess. But I think after I've done a joke like a handful of times, I feel a little looser. I try to be at least. I, I don't really think I am, but right. I, I'm trying to move in that direction where it's because then you can like disguise the like where the setup and the punch. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. like it's less telegraphed. So I'm trying to trying to do that. That okay. But, Best way I could explain it then is uh, the the way that I feel like I used to try and get out of bad situations. In mm -hmm. is I used to. Uh, just not address it and go straight to the next joke and telegraph the next joke. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I can stop and be like, shit, fuck, before I move on. 
Um, and that's helped me so much, man. Yeah. That, that's the best. Because I have so many jokes at Bomb. And, no, you don't? Yeah, dude. And the pedophile ones, when those go bad, are so fucking terrible. I guess that is that could be awkward. So, I, I guess one thing I did once was... Uh, You're like, are there any kids here tonight? So, <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> Jesus, that's not good. So, I, well, that would make me laugh. <laughs> one thing, it was like... Uh, yeah, but you look like a kid in the audience. You just said oh, people were yeah. like, yeah, yeah. People, that is true. I think I look too young. Yeah. So, well, I don't look too young. I look young enough to make you look young. You look just right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Perfect. In the Goldilocks zone. Yeah. No, I, I forgot who. I think it's like a Sam Real joke. He's like, I'm of age, but I look underage. I'm like a pedophile's, uh, <laughs> like, what is it? Pedophile's dream or something? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, one thing is just like, uh, this is, that didn't go well. All right, this next one's probably not going to go well either. Like, <laughs> that one usually kind of works on people, I guess. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I, I guess I use that way too much, too. <laughs> I'm realizing how, much, how many times I've said that right now. Yeah, uh, I like that one. I kind of like the ones that, like, I, none are coming to mind right now, but there's so many that, like, all of us say. Just, oh yeah for sure just kind of like that like transitions kind of and then chuckles and then on to the next thing <laughs> do you have like uh a time that a joke didn't work well so vividly in your mind um that's good if you don't have one already that's so awesome <laughs> just like totally usually i get like i feel like awkward chuckles and i'm like i'm, I'm i feel like in my head i'm just like oh that was that was that didn't go as badly as it could have gone. So Good. I'm sure something went really badly, and I just convinced myself otherwise. <laughs> no, I, so, I, I have no idea. I'm like, this is actually an intervention. Yeah, no. let me see. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I thought the Eiffel Tower thing. I thought that would hit because I. Yeah. I told uh, I was talking to like Daniel like outside at like LOL. You thought it would hit with you and your boys. Well, and I told him, and, and he thought chick. he was like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> In France. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that hit. Yeah. No, but I told Daniel that, and he was like, oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, all right. And I tried it, and then all the younger people in the crowd laughed. Jesus. All the older <laughs> people were like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I, I don't want to explain. Is there like 50-year-old women? <laughs> like, I don't want to explain to you what Eiffel Towering is. <laughs> Damn. They're like, the communists? Yeah. <laughs> is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, I was like, I don't do this, by the way. I don't want you to think this is what the kids are doing these days or anything. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I also asked you to think about a joke of yours that you're writing about now. So, what do you have for me there, man? Okay, this is, I was I did Taekwondo growing up. Really? Yeah, it's the stupidest shit. Okay, ever. I listen to studies and kids that take like Taekwondo, karate, they are, like test off the charts in school. In, really? Like, test, yeah, yeah. It's like crazy. I was like, damn, I need to get my kids into karate, Taekwondo, whatever, so quickly. You think that might just be like a correlation with parents that are like trying to get their kids involved with like activities, you know? But it's like very specifically tied to like those. Really? Uh, for whatever reason. They think it teaches discipline. discipline. And yeah, they think it has a lot to do with restraint and discipline. Like it, very specifically. Where was the study taken? In, in like the United States? I, so I don't remember the study specifically. You have to forgive me. I heard it in this audio book that I was listening to about mm -hmm. uh, great parenting. <laughs> and uh, they talked about that and then they talked about other sports. So I don't remember the study yeah, specifically. Yeah. But I was in there like, damn, I got to get my kid in, into karate, taekwondo. Dude, the only people that I've ever known that have done taekwondo, I usually feel are like weird as fuck. <laughs> or yeah, like no, it's karate. I don't... I don't know. Like I'm I would have never guessed you were a Taekwondo person. <laughs> yeah, I'm not athletic or anything. Like <laughs> I, you, I got my black belt when I was nine. It's like not impressive. It's it's like you just stick around. Your parents shovel enough money to the <laughs> to the companies. You get you get your kid a black belt. Damn, I guess that is kind of 
kind of it's like daycare a, almost like to an extent i don't know that is a different perspective because like what other sport at nine years old could you just reach the pinnacle like basketball it's not like not like any nine-year-old is reaching like the black yeah. belt level of basketball no literally nothing <laughs> like that does kind of d- add like a little illegitimacy to your sport yeah i don't okay well the or sorry i, off, I got off track and just shitting on taekwondo <laughs> but it's so i actually wanted i was like trying to write stuff about it and I was frustrated because I couldn't find an angle. And I watched, um, do you know the YouTube channel, uh, Don't Tell Comedy? No. They, they like, film sets from, co- it's like 10-minute sets, like, around the country from, like, good comics. Oh, sweet. And this guy named, I think, Ron Taylor, I think his name is, he, he, he talked about karate and he nailed the bit. And I was so frustrated. Like, you know when you see, like, someone do a topic that yeah. you're thinking about and they just get it right? <laughs> he was like, the one thing people don't tell you about karate is it only works when both people know it. And I was like, that, I was like, oh, that's yeah, that perfectly encapsulates. Then it works too well. Everybody's blocking. Yeah. Each other. Fuck. 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 Yeah. Okay. Do you still do the kias when you're fighting? I don't. Like if it, it was an actual fight. Oh no. Would you like kia in like in public? Absolutely. No. Then they're gonna beat me up and then call me gay. Like I don't. <laughs> now my ego's bruised too. <laughs> no, but I I did it from like when I was four up until i was like 16 and i i don't know i've I've zero desire to do it again damn it just keeps getting older and older each time like you're like no no i reached like the pinnacle when i was nine i kept going until i was 16 i loved it the the thing is like you get your like black it's like a junior black belt i guess it's a way to make you feel like you're like really putting your time into something worthwhile they realize they lose the kids at nine no i think that's i literally think that's what it is because otherwise you'd be like what am i progressing towards because yeah. then they tell you, you always to get your senior black belt, and then like once you get a little older, and then there's degrees, you know, like first degree, or second degree, third degree, it goes up to nine, I think. Nine fucking, okay. But like kids, you have to, uh, to actually get like after, I guess, third degree, second or third, that's when like it's people taking it seriously. But before that, you can be a bum, like I, I'm second degree, and that doesn't mean shit. Third degree is just like a college dropout to the ninth degree people? Yeah, I, like, yeah. Jesus. Second <laughs> degree is so easy to get. And it <laughs> sounds impressive. It's like, it's fat. Taekwondo's fat camp that like you can put on your resume. Because <laughs> it was, I was one of the better kids in class. Okay. <laughs> and I think I might've been the only kid that wasn't pre-diabetic. Like it was, it, the kids there are so, not, not athletic at all. Dude, I was uh, listening to this book about the Civil War and it was crazy. Like they were talking about these kids in the Civil War. It was like this like junior army battalion. And it was for the Confederate side. They didn't like really have many troops. And yeah. so they didn't want to use them. And then all of a sudden they get in dire straits and they fucking send out the kids. How old are they? Uh, I think it said they were like as young as, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but like 14, 15, as young as that, going out and fighting. And like, so before all the troops had been making fun of them and uh, <laughs> they fucking did well. And yeah. so, yeah. And then like all the, all the troops were like, hey, I guess you guys are fucking great. <laughs> what is well? I don't remember what, but like apparently they did like pretty well out on the battlefield. But even like a casualty was fucking horrific. It was like <laughs> terrible headlines. Yeah, oh, I, like kids died on the battlefield. Yes, I would love to fucking see a war breaks out and you're in your Taekwondo class and they're like, we just got invaded. So all of us, you guys, nine year olds, we're all black belts here. <laughs> yeah. Let's take down this army and they just let you loose and just see how you guys do against the army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually kind of related. These are black to belts. The, We're good. That's like kind of related to the angle, like because I like yesterday I was trying to do just come up with some shit on right. that, and like I thought like taekwondo or martial arts were like ancient things. Like when do you think taekwondo was invented? 
Oh, dude. All right. Let me guess 900 of the common era. 80. No, 1945. 1945? After World War II ended. It sounds so ancient. I know. So I was like, I think that's like a good, like I could come up with some Damn. stuff. There. That's absurd. I was like, it's crazy. Damn. If people find that out, it's going to lend no, it's so bad. much less credibility to it. Yeah. <laughs> it started in they 1945. Saw, they saw the nukes drop and they're like, we need to kick people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's they were so like, stupid. You know what? We're going to start back with hands and feet. Fuck yeah, these weapons. Exactly. But nice. isn't that cra- I I was like shocked. I thought I was misreading it. Forty five. That's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. Like karate was nineteen twenties or eight, late eighteen hundreds, like nothing that it t- old. It took them twenty years. I guess, yeah, there are different styles. Uh I was gonna say it took them twenty years to do other fighting. They were yeah. like, you know, we came up with other fighting twenty five years later. It was nuts. Like karate is Japanese, Taekwondo is South Korean, and then oh, or I didn't Korean know that. in general. And then Kung Fu is Chinese, I believe. Oh shit. But one thing that was weird was uh, my taekwondo style? school would was like it had karate in the name for better marketing, you know, because it's like right. more identifiable. So that's Japanese. Taekwondo's Korean, and the guy who taught it was Chinese. So it was like a four-year-old. It's like very confusing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like I didn't really get it. Is there like an American style? I don't. <laughs> There's like lazy boys when you walk yeah. in there. The like Krav Maga is like Israeli. Like oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the most useful martial art to learn, I think, because that's specifically designed for, like for self defense and like. All I know is that it's like chick based. That's that's that was like the like, stigma. You mean girls? Yeah, like they like kick people in the nuts. It was like I've always seen that it was taught to like. Chicks oh, it's to, like, like practical self defense. Like really? it's actually the most useful if you're trying to you know get out of a bad situation. It's just a whole self defense system based around the guys being the aggressors they're like we're playing the statistics <laughs> god damn it yeah I, I guess so i've just been here like if you want to learn a martial arts actually useful do krav maga dude thank you for being on today, dude, thank man. you for having me really appreciate it <laughs>